Hey everyone, I'm Phil from The Weekend Doubt. I have a few episodes I'm working on at the moment, but I figured in the meantime I'd release this kind of mini-episode. I came across this story from Right Wing Watch and couldn't resist. Far-right Christian activist, uh, that's what the article calls him, Dave Dobbenmeyer wants us to re-stigmatize homosexuality. Male butt sex is not convenient. So that's how we're going to start, huh? Uh, in fairness, I don't know how far into the original video uh, that might have been. Uh, male butt sex is inconvenient. Well, I guess that might be a matter of opinion. I'm a straight guy, but I imagine if you're gay, you might be like, hey, that guy looks pretty good. I like his butt. And hey, how convenient. There's a hole in it. It's fruitless. Now, I've, I've made this commitment. I don't know how long I'm going to stay up and running because I'm I'm doubling down. And I'll just... And I had to pause there because I couldn't resist. He said uh, male butt sex is fruitless. And I'm thinking uh, very pro-LGBT rights, pro-gay marriage, pro-all that. That's why I'm doing this, uh, this episode. But I'm just thinking how uh, derisively people used to refer to gay people as fruits. So in that sense, male butt sex is anything but fruitless. Awful joke. Couldn't help it. Tell you some of you softy old, old Christians out there, holier than thou Christians. Let me tell you something. We have got to re-stigmatize homosexuality. Hey, we've got, we've got, hang on, Vince. We have got to take the behavior and make the behavior front and center. Loving the issue. Man, is this guy loud and angry, and I have to wear uh, headphones in order to record this video so you don't pick up an echo of the uh, clip I'm listening to, and uh, pure audio torture. Yeah, once again, to get serious, my view of homosexuality is I, I kind of personally put morality into two different categories, uh, just to simplify things. I think... There's morality that's fairly universal, things that most of us should be able to uh, agree upon, things that cause harm to another individual, things that violate someone, either, you know, their rights or bodily, you know, rape, murder, theft, those type of things. Uh, hopefully we can all agree on that those type of things are wrong. Then there's kind of arbitrary morality, things where no one's really getting hurt, but people are conditioned through religious indoctrination or whatever to think of them as being wrong. And I think homosexuality falls into that category. And we can go into Leviticus and uh, prohibitions about um, not wearing mixed fabrics and uh, not eating shellfish, etc., etc. And to me, homosexuality is like that. It's this arbitrary thing that uh, you know religious people are taught to disapprove of and to consider, you know, vile or, or filthy or sinful or whatever, or unnatural. And to me, and I've heard others say this, you know, I actually think homosexuality is rather natural in a sense. You can find it all throughout nature, exemplified by myriad animal species, uh, big gay elephants and everything. And sure, it might not be as commonplace as heterosexuality, and if there were only homosexuals, sure, granted, you wouldn't be able to naturally perpetuate the species. 
But it does certainly occur in nature, and my guess is it far predates humanity. It's probably almost as old as sexual reproduction itself, uh, bar asexual reproduction. And there seems to be this worry that if we accept homosexuality, everyone's gonna turn gay. And to me, the human sex drive is so strong that don't worry, there's always gonna be plenty of heteros around to perpetuate the species. You know, it's not like the whole human race is going to say, wow, being gay, how fabulous, what, what a great fad. And everyone's going to turn gay and stop uh, reproducing and the species is going to die out. There's always going, there's nothing stronger than the, than the human sex drive, than the drive to uh, reproduce. We're hardwired for it. Uh, so don't worry. Um, homosexuality isn't going to wipe out the species. Maybe a giant meteor or asteroid strike, or maybe we'll wipe ourselves out somehow, you know, through ignoring climate change or nuclear annihilation or whatever. Homosexuality isn't going to wipe us out. Don't worry. And I don't want to get sidetracked too much. Uh, I want to keep this video kind of, or this episode kind of short. But like I've said before, there, there could, in fairness, be cultural or societal components to sexual orientation. Uh, like if we go back into ancient history, we can look at the ancient Greeks, etc., or even uh, ancient Rome, where bisexuality or homosexuality was much more commonplace or prevalent, much more um, tolerated. Although luckily, I think within my lifetime, we've seen quite the sea change and we're seeing this uh, within the last decade, this really growing acceptance of... Um, of gay people and the gay lifestyle. And to me, that's a very good thing. So, um, although I think there can be a kind of cultural component to some degree in some cases when it comes to sexual orientation, like I was just saying, I think the sex drive is so strong. I, I don't think you can just wake up and decide what your sexual orientation is going to be. From a very young age, I knew that I liked women, and I can't Im imagine just arbitrarily deciding I'm going to like the same sex. Um, and so I tend to think that homosexuality, in most cases, is probably largely biological. Um, so I, it's not like we have to worry about uh, homosexuality catching on as some uh, fad and, and everyone turning gay and the species dying off once again. Always gonna be plenty of heteros around. But let's continue with the uh, the air torture. Lo I love a lot of people I don't have sex with. I love a lot of people I don't have sex with. The homosexual men insert their penis in the rectum of another man. Think about that. Think about that. Well, someone's thinking about it. <laughs> Dave sure is. He's getting quite uh, worked up. So he's trying to separate homosexual sex from, I guess, um, the love of a male for another male. And we could go into all the different types of love, you know, using the ancient Greek philosophical terms or whatever. You know, there's brotherly love. There's agape, a kind of spiritual love or whatever. Um I think he's certainly right that you can love someone of the same sex without engaging in uh, sexual relations, but who cares if you want to mix the two? I mean, if you're by nature attracted to the same sex 
and you're lucky enough to find someone that you find both physically attractive and who's who you're romantically drawn towards because of their personality or whatever, and you love them deeply as an individual. I think, you know, that's on par with um, a man and a woman falling in love and it going beyond mere lust or physical attraction. And it goes into a, a deep, deep care and affection for one another based on, you know, who you are. And I think that's, uh, you know, a very special thing that whether you're gay or straight, that you should be able to experience at, at some point in this life, you know? And um, why should a gay person be deprived of that kind of special relationship where they're both physically attracted to someone and they care for and, and deeply love the person as an individual also? And so here he's trying to demonize the act of anal sex, I guess. And um, in fairness, from what the little bit I know, um, I think there's this kind of stereotype that gay men primarily engage in anal sex, and that's the only type of uh, sexual intimacy they have. From my understanding, um, it's often much more than that. I mean, I guess Dave might kind of, for someone who thinks about anal sex a lot, he kind of seems to lack imagination. You know, there's a lot of other things I think two men could do in a bedroom besides anal sex. And I don't have any religious hangups about sexuality as long as the sexual act is taking place between two consenting adults and no one's being hurt. It shouldn't be anyone else's business. Who the hell cares? Um... I, I, like I said, I don't have any religious hang-ups. I don't think there's some big sky daddy up there somewhere looking down, waving his finger if you put the wrong tab into the wrong slot or whatever. If it's between consenting adults, no one else is getting hurt and it gets you off. Hey, more power to you. You know, who cares? That is what they do. When you walk into Wendy's and you go to the bathroom before you get your hamburger, there's a sign that says... All employees must wash their hands before returning to work. Why is that? Because it is dirty down there. Man, does this guy yell. And remind me to isolate that as a clip <laughs> where he says it's it, where he yells it's dirty down there. So, I mean, in this sense, he's probably not completely wrong. There is such a thing as fecal bacteria or whatever, you know, um, and not to get too graphic. I'm sure the anus isn't the cleanest part of the body. But then again, the human body is crawling with bacteria. Uh, I forget what the exact proportion is, but don't they say that we have uh, more bacteria living in us than human cells or something like that? Yes. Yeah, so actually, here's this little article from AMI, American Microbiome Institute. And um, so it starts off, when people ask me what the microbiome is, part of my answer usually includes the fact that there are 10 times as many bacteria in the body as human cells in the body. Unfortunately, I may no longer be able to use that statistic. A recent study out of Wiseman Institute in Israel states that the number of bacteria may actually be very similar to the number of human cells in the body. Okay, so either way, even if it's 50-50 uh, yeah, roughly, that's still a hell of a lot of bacteria. Uh, my point being that, yeah, if I want to remain intellectually honest, um, 
<clears throat> your tailpipe probably ain't the cleanest part of the human body, but we're basically crawling with bacteria, and you really think um, the nether regions of a man and a woman and <laughs> what you get going on, the exchange of fluids and everything during heterosexual sex, that that's uh, as sterile as, you know, an operating room or something. Nothing more pleasurable than sex, but homosexual, heterosexual, it gets funky and dirty. And I'm thinking about that old, uh, was that atheist joke? I might have heard Richard Dawkins say it once, something like, if there was a god, why would he build a, uh, a sewage system running through an amusement park or something like that, or a recreational area? Meaning that, yeah, I mean, it's, whether we're talking about uh, heterosexual or homosexual sex, you know, the plumbing's right down there with the fun bits, so. Sex ain't clean, humans ain't clean, and let's say that anal sex, and sorry to get so graphic, really is dirty. That it's less, and certainly I think, uh, is it pretty much a known fact that certain diseases can be spread more readily via anal sex due to the, you know, the, um, the thin and relatively fragile nature of the membrane, <laughs> or the membrane, the membranous tissue down there, or whatever. Um, so, so all so let's say all that's true. So what? At the end of the day, if two people want to engage in an activity that you find dirty or repellent, once again, as long as it's between consenting adults and no one else is being hurt. Who cares? You know, it's not your business. It ain't in your bedroom, you know? And some people might try to argue, oh, well, it hurts society because it makes this deviant activity more commonplace. And uh, the children, what you think of the children, they'll be more likely to want to experiment or engage in it. And like I said before, I, I think the human sex drive is so strong that there's always going to be plenty of heteros around to perpetuate the species. So, you know, I don't think that homosexuality um, poses some threat to society at large. From a religious point of view, it might be, because you have these kind of hang-ups based on your man-made holy book, because there's a couple of passages that uh, disapprove of homosexuality or whatever. But to me, that's pretty selfish. You know, it's not everyone believes in your religion. Not everyone's a religious fundamentalist. Not everyone thinks that the Bible should be taken literally. So you personally think that God doesn't approve of homosexual sex. Okay, good for you. Don't engage in homosexual sex. Um, leave the people who don't share your beliefs and want to engage in consensual same-sex relations alone. You know? And I don't know if this guy's for real or what, man. I mean, he probably is, but even for me, who was kind of a dark and angsty, tortured artist back in the day, it's hard to imagine walking around being this angry all the time. Holy shit. And I'm looking at his Chiron down there, his logo, whatever. It says, Coach Dave Live! <laughs> the exclamation mark, the jaunty little baseball cap. You know, like it's some fun morning show. And this is going to be the most bitter angry motherfucker I have ever seen in my life, man. It is unreal. This guy really gets worked up over butt sex. Mike? So it's not and Timmy and Billy. 
with a garden. That's not what it's about. It's about a diabolical, demonic activity that is eating our young children. And I'm going to be on the forefront of, of re-stigmatizing what it is that they do. And if you don't like it, go watch something else. See, now I feel kind of humbled, like I've been taken down a peg. He's, he's right. I shouldn't have watched that shit in the first place. <laughs> uh, I definitely, well, I can't say I didn't like it. I, I found it incredibly amusing just because of how ridiculous the guy is. Should we listen to, the, to that really depressing rightwingwatch.org uh, um, music? They bring us great videos, but man... Well, not great videos, but, you know, um, videos that are so kind of outlandish that uh, they're highly entertaining. But but then they have this really depressing, like morbid sounding, uh, I, I feel like jingle is too light of a word. I think I joked before that this is like the music you probably hear when you die. So what do you say? This is a problem, a strange uh, choice of words that's eating the children. Um, I was about to mockingly say, what is butt sex suddenly becoming this big fad or something? And actually, I think there might be some truth to that. Um, Hasn't it been suggested that anal sex actually has, man, this is going to be a graphic episode, actually has become kind of more popular with the younger generation um, I don't know whether that's same sex or um, opposite sex. I don't know. I don't care. But uh, supposedly popular enough that it's even birthed uh, a number of memes. <laughs> and I don't, like I like to go on iFunny and because I'm a damn child and uh, look at memes throughout the day. And uh, yeah, there are like a number of memes about that. But uh, once again, who cares? And. I don't think that acceptance of homosexuality, once again, is going to turn everyone homosexual. I mean, um, being intellectually honest, is there a chance that maybe more people might experiment? Uh, maybe, perhaps. But once again, you know, I, I think the human sex drive is so hardwired and it's so strong that I think for the most part, people are going to be attracted to the sex they're wired to be attracted to. And uh, once again, you know, I don't think there's any uh, fear. I don't think we have to worry that the human species is going to die off because of, uh, you know, everyone turning gay. That's actually how the dinosaurs, you know, died. It wasn't uh, a giant asteroid or whatever. It was, uh, it was big gay dino butt sex. Uh, it, it, swept the nation, the dino nation. They stopped procreating and they all died. I almost had a song there. I could rhyme procreation with nation. I could have like a 50s or 60s surfer song about uh, big gay dinosaurs. But I don't think I have much more to say about uh, this. Th that guy is absolutely ridiculous. Holy shit. If he is really that angry in real life. I don't know. Maybe he needs some butt sex. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> hopefully this very short episode didn't get too uh, graphic for any of you out there. There's a certain constituency or demographic among my listeners who, uh, who used to laud me 
for not uh, swearing on the show like those other, you know, those other crude, bombastic atheists. Um, I didn't, well, yeah, no, I, sw- I swore. I even dropped some F-bombs in this episode. But most of it was just talking openly about sex. It was being kind of, you know, just uh, frank and graphic. Um, but yeah, yeah, this is one of those episodes. Uh, I think I still have a clean tag on iTunes. I think I've tried to change that before, at least for individual episodes. But uh, it's kind of funny that the the clean tag is still up there. But um, (coughs) anyway, before I start rambling for another hour. All right, thanks, guys. And like I said, I have other content in the works. There should be um, another couple of episodes coming out within the next few days, hopefully. Um, You guys know Drill, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Maybe you're watching the YouTube channel now. If you want to help the show out, you can go to patreon.com slash theweekendout and support the show for as little as 99 cents a month. All right, brothers and sisters, until next time. It is dirty down there. It is dirty down there. It is dirty down there. Male butt sex is not convenient.